On this week's episode of Bungalow or in the Bus, we talk about gays, tacos, Mr. Rogers. Welcome to another episode of Bungalower and the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalower.com, your source for hyperlocal news. Tonight, John Bustecker is away again on vacation. So subbing in is... Scotty Campbell. Hey, Scotty Campbell. Co-host extraordinaire. Whatever you want to call yourself. You know, but John's not here. I'm just happy to have a body (laughs) with me. Oh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's what you've said about our relationship for over 10 years. (laughs) Also here tonight with us is Mr. George. Hello. Hey. George Wallace. Oh. Not even that, more fancy. Not that George Wallace. <laughs> the George Wallace. George, where are we? Where are you hosting us tonight? We are at the LGBT Plus Center Orlando. The Center. Oh. On Mills. I was going to say, because I, I would just say the Center. It is just the Center. The Center Orlando. Okay. And Mills Fitty? Mills Fitty. Conveniently close to Taco Chino. Yes. Butter chicken burrito time. Uh, the, they're... Um, I don't know what I had the other day, but it was huge. It's it, a was good. Like, it was like, it was like, <laughs> this is, yes. we cannot swear. I should have told you. So no, if you were to say, I, no, no, no. It was, Keep like it, the, clean. it was like the size of a baby's arm. It was, <laughs> it was big. What? And I ate it all. And was it a burrito? It was a burrito. I love it. We're going there after. All okay. right. Perfect. I think they're open next door too. They have like, like 12 locations on mills alone. Do you go there a lot since you're right well, next door? Look at me. I did not get this body by not going. I was thinking you looked a little Chino. slim, George, oh. from your fringe days. I thought you were looking pretty good. Well, thank you. Uh, here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. And we're going to chat a little bit about the news and then get into the nitty gritties a little bit later. Uh, did you all follow any, follow any big headlines this week? Crickets. Uh, we were depending on you to tell us what Where the headlines were. All right. Well, gather around. Gather around. And then so, we'll just comment. We have lots of opinions about the headlines. We just don't know what they are. That's all I need. <laughs> I have no opinions. I'm just. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm just a big lump. <laughs> With no opinions. Said no one ever. Uh, Black Star. Remember Black Star? I do remember Black Star. That's changing hands or yeah. something. I hear. Before that, it was Brink. George, if you ever, if you ever have something to say, you just shout it out. Oh, do you know stuff? No, I only know Blue Star. Blue Star. Hey, that's the only star you know? Blue Star is always changing hands. <laughs> hey, uh, love you, Blue. Black Star was Brink, and before that, I can't even remember what it was. It was called, that. like, well, back in the day, it was called Hoops. Hoops. Yeah. Behind uh, Firestone and Venue 578, and so they opened sh- in, I want to say January, yeah, and then closed l- late last month. Suddenly, during a show for the 502s, they had to reschedule really quickly because uh, they sold that venue and the neighboring venue odd jobs. And so... Those- well, kind of sad about the name because it was a little bit of a nod to David Bowie, right? Blackstar? Yeah. Oh. That was his last, last album. Yeah. School Me More... You just earned, I just your, did. earned your space. <laughs> you <been> school. <laughs> Drop the mic. You have graduated. They, uh, <laughs> yeah, so they sold suddenly, and now it's going to be something called, I don't remember, Vision Bar. Okay, so. There, was, then, there was a Vision Bar, I guess, there before. Okay. Back in the day. I think it's been a lot of, it's like an onion, you know, that venue. <laughs> There's just a lot of layers. You scratch at it, you'll see another logo on those walls. Well, so I thought. 
though Firestone was going to be called Club Vision. No, Firestone's no, really going to be Vanguard. And okay. It's, and it's in the process of being gutted and built out into something yeah. big and fancy. Wow. They have to keep the historic shell, though. Uh, it was designated like, as a historic building. Right. So they're keeping the exterior, but everything inside, it's going to be like a geode. You know, just old right. and rough on the outside and big and fancy. Do we know inside. what they plan on what's, what's happening at Vanguard and Vision Bar? Vanguard's the, more the do, same. Or? We have the plans on Bungalow where it's going to be two stories inside, lots of... Uh, walkways and no but i mean like what's the club vision is gonna it's more of like a hip-hop entertainment Ah, complex led lights and you know flashing stuff and patios and bottle service that's that's cool that's (laughs) cool it's cool yo was my first gay bar in orlando brink no firestone oh yeah it was when it was gay one night a week and then <laughs> it was gay for like five nights a week i knew a couple guys like that yeah well, so did, so did <laughs> i back then yeah so like i was so naive i didn't know like i worked on orange blossom trail at abc liquor at the drive-thru what but i did i have stories um and and uh i didn't know about parliament house or any of or you know back then on bumby um i only knew firestone and that's so that's funny where I went for like a year before I realized, oh, there's more gay bars than just this one. <laughs> was it like EDM all the time then, too? Or no, they actually used to have um, drag races and Miss Sammy used to host them. And it was just bad drag. Wow. Yeah, it was straight guys doing drag. I want to see old photos. Um, I'm sure I have them. Cool. We could share them on Insta. Well, when it first opened, like Bill Hare was doing an awesome, I can't remember the character's name that he was doing, but Bill I mean, it was like salonist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they would have guys in cages and it was, qu- it was quite the thing, but it, it did pare down to being like one night and you had to know mm-hmm. which night to go on. And that makes me think of, uh, Mr. Sisters. Remember Mr. Sisters? Short lived. Yeah, it's Mr. Sisters slash Sushi Bar. I like. I don't. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, sushi bar. yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, yeah. It was. Out of colonial. Was, yeah. It was not my favorite. I loved it. I'm, had, sad, I, I'm sad about the location because I thought that if they, they could have made it work, that would have been gorgeous. A bunch of big muscle beefcake men. Warning to all our viewers or all our listeners is this is going to get real gay this episode. It's just yeah, we don't, three, three we don't gay have guys. John to balance things out. John's tonight. not here okay. pretending to be three a- gays in the center. <laughs> John's not gay. Oh. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. John Bussecker's not gay. Uh, so this place is opening up. Vision Bar is going to open tonight for a soft opening and then Saturday for a, uh, a grand opening. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, well, best of luck to them. We're into it. We wish you luck. We hope you don't get sold. Stick around a little bit. Stick around. Vision bar. We need some hip hopness on Orange uh, Avenue. And if you want to know, like they had some like rock star party promoters and stuff that were there. And and if you want to see where they ended up, Bowley who from Orlando Weekly did a really cool roundup, uh, saying where they all ended up. And the guy that was doing there was a Brink night, which was a gay night, is now over at Stonewall, which I thought is interesting. Doing something about disco. Well, there's that, and that's another. Night. Oh, that's so a different. Two person. different, oh, yeah, Lord. nights that are happening at Stonewall. Stonewall's kind of Blowing not up. not the underwear party bar that it used to be, right? Just a couple. George and I keep trying, though. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I was there. I was there last night. Not oh. my not my finest moment. However, I will tell you, I will tell you that hands down, it is um my favorite 
go-to place. And speaking of Taco Chino, there is a Taco Chino inside Stonewall. Are they open now at night they, there? Um, they were last night. Okay, great. They gave me a taco before I drove. Yeah, home. they did. <laughs> hey, hey, George, eat this taco. Tacos served by a merman. For the merman's never in there. Oh, no, no merman. No merman. There was no merman. Just in a merman tank. There is a merman tank. So just go in there and say, we demand to see a merman. Yeah, I want to see one. We're going to do a party there one day and hire one. We'll have like a bungalow or I thought there was Stonewall somebody takeover. doing it every so often at least. Nope. Uh, nope. It's just empty. I hope they change the water. Yeah, it has a filtration. System. We're going to ask him. I'm going to ask him about it. Uh, Cinco Tacos and Tequila, since we're talking about tacos, uh, soft open this morning, Friday. Soft <laughs> in Orlando. That's a soft opening. You know what? You know what started soft openings was Yelp, because before that, if you didn't open and have your stuff together, then you would just be lambasted. But it's almost like calling timeout. Like you let us soft opening. Give me some well, time. Why, We're going to figure it out. I think that's like a positive thing. That, you do? That, that, yeah, I do. I think that the Yelpers have said, you know, I, I don't think I think it's okay for us to have a voice about about. Uh, these I places. don't. No voices for anybody. That's what I say. Well, 2018. You know, and you should have, you know, I, I, and I get it. It's, it's a big endeavor, but I mean, you should have your stuff together and it's, it's not a good idea to open and give a bad first impression because I know I, for one, won't, won't be back. You hold grudges. We know that time. Scotty Campbell holds grudges. We're not, we're not naming any places. Don't all worry. right, Scotty, you make sure you're sharing that one microphone with your friend there. All right. He's got things to say. You guys need a signal. I will name places. No, I won't. I will not <laughs> name places. <laughs> but Seiko, I actually got to go. We went to a, uh, I think it was Monday, Monday or Tuesday, we went to a media opening and got to test their menu. And it was really good. And it was a little bit different, which is great because it wasn't just like tamales, right? Everybody's got those now. So what are you going to do a little bit different? And they had a, an adobe, adobo chicken and churro waffle dish, which I had just a sample of it and I would have eaten the whole thing because it was fantastic. They had uh, Cali Mex samosas, like a samosa. Like, that was cool. I love that. It was like Indian meets Mexican. Uh, and that was like slap well, me in the face. Delicious. I do know we went to Saturday. We went to tequilas and tacos or taco. And oh, tequilas. the Orlando Weekly event. Tequila. And taco. the Orlando Weekly event. Taco Tequila and taco. Taco and tequila. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it was an Orlando know. Weekly thing with both of those things there. And they had these two things. Uh, if you ever get a chance to go, I highly recommend it. Um, also, if you're you're listening and you want to do an event, please use the Cheyenne because it's just gorgeous. Any, and things need to happen there. Any excuse to go in there. Have you? When's the last time you were there, George? Um, I used the bathroom there when I was eating at Hamburger Mary's about two weeks ago. Um, other than that, it was two years ago for the um, kickoff of uh, Come Out with Pride. They had they rented Cheyenne and had a big, very um, smart, big old gay party with Steve Grand, the country singer. But what a, it's just so pretty. Three stories, oh all wood, and no nails in it. What? No nails in it. It's all woodworking. Bob Snow had it put together like that. And those animals that you see up there are animals that he shot hunting with John Wayne. It's It's got crazy stories. John Wayne? Yeah. John Wayne? I can't even follow up to that. Right? <laughs> Dude, when I went to high school, it was there were three native reservations around it. So a lot of the native kids went to my school. And there was this one guy who I would rarely see. But when he did see me, he'd say, hey, John Wayne. 
<laughs> you kind of got that walk. Like, Is that hey, the John Wayne? I was just like this big, gangly white dude. But what was, I, I was, the reason I'm bringing that up is because you got got a chance to taste some really, really tasty tacos. Uh, but for me, there was a clear distinction. The Cinco Taco was was, it was great, it. and that's the one I you get. A, you you got a little for? chip to vote, and that's the one I voted for. I love it. How was their salsa? Because you know I judge all Mexican restaurants on their salsa. It wasn't like chunky. It wasn't like a pico. It was really like a salsa, not watery. It didn't separate. Okay. You know everything was good. Their chips were great, um, and you get free chips and salsa when you sit down. I'm there. Their brunch is thirty two dollars, and you get uh, as much as all you can eat. Thirty two dollars all you can eat and drink. Oh well, that's but they'll good. bring you two plates at a time, so you choose from the list. They'll bring you their two plates, and then you just keep asking for more. Well, that's awesome. I know it's crazy. If you get if two people order the mimosa deal, they'll bring the whole champagne bottle and the orange juice. You make it yourself. And why did we record at the center? I know. <laughs> oh, it's not open yet. That's right. That's right. No, they actually, but they're opening on the twenty fourth. Grand opening on the 24th, but soft opening on Friday. Great. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Great. Lots, tons of parking. I, I hope they do well. Best of luck to that. So, the, so the, it's in Winter Park, but I didn't catch where. It's on Park Avenue? It's in Old it's... Carmel. It's on... Uh, oh, okay. Oh, on... Uh, Orlando. Orange. 1792. Or- Orlando. Mm-hmm. Orlando. Yeah. To, yeah. R- just past Chewy's. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-oh. And uh, Agave Azul. Whoa. Yeah. It's just like a little... And they mentioned that too in the opening. Like this guy, actually, the owner is this. I guess he's like kind of a celebrity. He's like a celebrity restaurateur, and he is a he's part owning with Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC and Mario Lopez, and they're they're investors. And I know, was it, Mario Lopez there? He might be coming for the grand opening. Shut we up. know Chris Kirkpatrick is definitely going to be there for the grand that's, opening. That's hot. So is that so? We could probably rebrand that area and call it Little Mexico. You think the Winter Parkers would like that? <laughs> I know they actually <laughs> they wouldn't. However, there was a Mexican restaurant across the street that cl- the 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 frescoes, oh, which was a Mexican. So I liked them. It was, but I mean, you and then there's that little Rio quick takeout Mexican place right next to Habit. So you can only have so many Mexican restaurants within a certain radius. And then right? that little Black Bean is over. That's Yeah, Cuban, and then they're but... opening, Black Bean's opening at the old Winnie's. Yes, yeah. which is great. Which I, is fantastic. I love that building. Me I hope too. they don't mess it up. No, I don't think that they will. That's one of my that's one of my favorites right oh, there. Oh, cool. Yeah, that yeah, whole stretch yeah. is kind of interesting, right? With Foxtail. Um, what's the seafood place? Real fish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you been to Foxtail yet? I, I have. have. Okay. Because everyone keeps telling me it's great and they're opening one right almost at the end of my street. Are you in Soto? No. I'm over um, uh, College Park Lee Road area. North College Park. Oh. I live off Lee Road. I call that North College that Park. I was going to have a drive through. Yes. The one in Apopka has a right. drive through. That's cool. They're blowing up and those boys are very nice. Okay. I guess one of the owners has a background in. It's like music production. I can't remember what it's called. John is always the one that says it. It's I can't fine, remember. But I haven't tried it yet, but I can't wait to try it. Cool. You'll love it. Cold brew. I love the cold brew. Okay. And then the Foxtail Farmhouse in Winter Park on North Orange has uh, really good sandwiches. All right. And grab and go salads and things. You might know a little bit more about this one, George. The One Pulse Foundation is accepting ideas for their permanent memorial. The, they're calling it their idea generator. Yes, and Scotty and I were actually talking about that oh. driving over here. Let it out. What no, do you I think? think. Well, I think it's 
Um, I, I think the fact that they're going to have a permanent memorial is so important and crucial. Um, I know that there's been a lot of talk about does the building stay or does the building go? And does it stay or does it go now? I'm in the camp that I personally, I, I don't ever want to walk into that building. So um, I don't know what purpose it would serve, but um, that's going to be a hard choice that they have to make. And and they did a survey and the community, it was literally, that was one of the questions. Should it, should it um, be torn down or should it should it stay? And it was literally one of those that was 50-50. So wow. there are some people that feel very strongly and there are some people that um, feel very strongly about the other way. So there, I do have to say one thing about them and that they're being, about One Pulse Foundation is that they are being very, uh, their, their process, although slow, has been very respectful on the surface of, of talking to everyone. It seems like they do really want community feedback. It has been. And I, and I, I have nothing but love and respect for Barbara and, and the whole team uh, over there. I, I, I um, sat on a couple of panels last month in June for Pride Month with Barbara and, um, you know, nothing but love and respect for her. And, and um, I wish them nothing but the best. And the One Pulse Foundation is doing amazing work. I want, I, I'm interested to see what happens with this museum aspect because they they're, they're looking for ideas from the community uh if you have an idea of what you'd like them to what you would like to see them do with the park aspect and this museum that could be happening you can submit your ideas through august 31st we have the link on bungalore.com and you can submit your ideas uh i i'm interested to see what they do with that because i do know with this larger expanded holocaust museum that's going to be in ivanhoe village uh, plus the Oma moving downtown. So it'll just be interesting to see how that fits in. Yeah. And then there's this other like mobile uh, GLBTQ plus uh, history thing that I guess they, I've seen them before at the pride events uh, and they've reached out to us. And they're trying to start their own museum as well. Is that the, the uh, LGBT history? Museum? I guess. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Maybe I added the plus. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I don't know. So, yeah, I'm not ready to announce anything, but but I've been working with them as well. And I oh, think great. It's, yeah, it's a, a, they also do uh, amusing work. And, and they're this, not... And this history is so full of, of LGBT history that people I don't even think realize existed or was here. It's not just about... Um, um, bars and clubs and, right. and you know the the organizations are such a rich, long, um, uh, wonderful, sometimes painful, but um, awesome history in Orlando with the LGBT community. So. I'd like to see that represented, or at least a nod with the Orange County History Center. They have mm-hmm. a great exhibit right now for for Pulse. Um, but let's see. I'd like to see that expanded to yeah, yeah, not yeah. just Pulse. Yeah, huh. yeah, me as well. Me okay. as well. Are you going to submit some ideas to the to the idea generator? Yeah, actually, I would love to see a water feature because that's one of the things no, that that's, that's that very that's, spiritual. It's, it's a great it, idea. It, it is very spiritual. But when you um, went to Pulse, uh, when you walked in, the room to the right, if I remember, was 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 white, and then there was the room uh, to the left that was black. But both of them had water features. The whole wall in the white room had like water running down it. So I, it was so part of pulse. Yeah. Yeah. I think having you know, a water feature, the, uh, history project that you were talking about, uh, has a virtual aspect to it and you can find my mom 
featured in that. Oh, I love. I did know that. Yeah, I knew that. Did you submit that? No, no, I don't know who did. I I was just looking her up. A know. picture of you both you, at the pride. You know, sometimes Google. That's no, great. I don't. I I can't remember uh, what was in there exactly, but it was just nice nod to the fact that she was very supportive of the, the community. Actually, the center she actually hosted bingo here. Uh, big gay bingo one time as I can't remember what we, we were these old broads and she was one of us. I, I was I think I was Joan. Oh, I think she was Elizabeth Taylor and I was Joan Collins and Sammy was um, Debbie Reynolds. And then Marcy Singhouse was Shirley MacLaine. Uh, Marcy was the only one who wasn't made up and she's the only one who looked like the yeah. person that she was supposed to nobody be. knows who any of those people are look them up look <laughs> them up on facebook anyway it was a, it was Miss a cool Amy, thing at least, it was yeah. a cool thing all right i love it uh fuzzy's tacos just had their grand opening today it's another taco thing i think we should have a three taco limit on bungalow we, we end up talking about tacos every week george a lot of tacos going on uh mills since we're in mills 50 we have a couple minutes we can start talking though about the bike the results from the bike and pedestrian study for both the Mills 50 and the Milk District were released. They had a big community meeting and shared them. We shared them on bungalore.com. And it's they came up with some design solutions based on community feedback of how to make uh, these corridors safer for people. And some of the some of the recommendations were really crazy, like really eye-opening, very ambitious. And it looks like they had the people who were there in attendance rank them and they're from their favorites to their least favorites. And some of them included like roundabouts in the milk district and some of the uh, residential sections, which, you know, it's an urbanists love that. But I know a lot of other people, maybe uh, Mary down the street could get a little nervous about, you know, how do you how do what do you do with a roundabout? Where am I supposed to go? Uh and they're talking about like medians, protected medians, especially right here in front of the center, George. There's, they're talking about like trees and this raised hump where you can, I think they call it a rest stop or something, where you can, if you're crossing the street and there are cars coming, you can at least uh, hide from people. Do you, do you ever, what do you guys think about that as like a tenant? Well, I will tell you that this particular stretch here, um, we have to, <laughs> there, there's not, um, a good crosswalk and um, I, I see people like crossing over from from the bank or from restaurants or, or whatever um, to catch the bus on the side and you know it's four lanes here on Mills and there there's state it, road tough. Yeah. yeah there was a rep from that we only have a couple seconds left but there was a rep there from from the state who I was expecting he would say too bad this is never going to happen but he said no we've been working with this process from the beginning the all of these ideas have been made in a way that we can pitch them independently for funding so it looks like most of them could actually happen in like a 10 year window of time. So do you think he can get me a rainbow crosswalk <laughs> to, to link zebra and the center? <laughs> they hate crosswalks. They hate crosswalks. And they, and if no they more do rainbow them, stuff, they have to be boxed Ugh. in with a white box on a state road. So we'll come back after the break. We could talk about a little bit more about where we are here at the center.
Welcome back. This is Bungalore in the Bus with Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com and our co-host tonight, Mr. Scotty Campbell. Hi, everybody. We're also here with George Wallace, the Grand Poobah of the Center Orlando. I think you mean Queen. Hey, Queen. <laughs> hey. The Grand Queen. <laughs> We'd like to say <laughs> thank, you, thank you to this week's sponsor, uh, the Orange County Library System, where actually, Scotty Campbell, you're working there now. I know. Is this a conflict? Uh, perhaps all right but we embrace conflict (laughs) today's world you gotta (laughs) embrace conflict yeah today was my fourth day actually and i'm i'm uh, really loving it and you're killing it i I, they're all killing it i'm just i'm just tagging along right now i'm i'm really enjoying it but what, what really what i am is a sponge right now there's so much going on there well we helped we talked a little bit about some of their new we have a new segment in our zine our print product that comes out every month and in july's issue they have a great reads section they do and and uh, taking a tip from the fact that it was fourth of july this month it, these are uh books that are about independence uh there's one about there's a graphic graphic novel about um alexander hamilton that's in the listing alexander um, hamilton this is a big i just read this great article today about how uh parents should chill out when they when their kids are reaching for a graphic novel about you know how it how it keeps them reading and you know being a little bit more lenient because then that leads into deeper types of reads so whatever they want to read so graphic novel about alexander hamilton not the source material for uh the hip-hop uh musical on broadway but um you could just say musical right what's that do we have to say hip-hop musical can we just say musical you could say musical but it really doesn't do it justice All right. hyphens because really some musical you know when you think musical that leaves a lot of room for some really bad stuff okay oh well, so. sorry so keep going great <laughs> anyway, reads i don't know reads. where i'm going with so. that uh i i <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's a book called uh, 1776. There's a, a, a book about uh, Washington's Crossing, and then keeping up with Independence, one called Kickflip Boys. And this is a gentleman who talks about raising his kids in the skateboard culture. Uh, something that I love that they did this issue uh, with the zine is that they also include the ISBN number, so you're able to uh, look it up. Uh, you you could uh, have it even home delivered from the library if you like, or you can you know if you want if you're a little bit committed and you want to. Uh, uh, you know, buy it there. You can use that ISBN number for that as well. The post went live uh, this morning on bungalore.com. So you can actually just cut and paste those ISBN numbers into Orange County. Oh, what is it? OCLS.info slash mail, M A Y L. And you can get those books uh, delivered straight to your house. Is it really slash mail? Yeah. I feel so dumb because all of these years I've been saying, oh, it's an Isbin number. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like, were... Oh, look, it's an Isbin. <laughs> you should got to pretend you're in... Uh... <laughs> what would Dewey Decibel say? <laughs> That's just one of those things where you just read it. You don't hear people say it out loud, right? So you're just pronouncing it the way that you read it. I have behind my desk a, a uh, little statue thing of, uh, of Dewey. His, do you know what uh, Dewey's first name was? Tell me. Can you guess? Dewey as in Dewey Decimal. Yes. Ralph. Harvey. Melville. That's great. Melville Dewey. I actually thought Dewey was his first name and Decimal was his last name. And perhaps Decimal came from Dewey Decimal. I don't know. Poor. We're learning lots. Melville? Melville. Melville. Poor Melville. Like, of course, you name your son Melville, he's going to invent the Dewey Decimal system. Yeah. That was the, all he could ever do with his life. After he got beat up in school. Melville. I'm well, gonna, yeah, he was from a different time. Know, well, he probably wasn't even the only Melville. <laughs> just, 
hey guys, like, how are you supposed to find any books in this library? We need, <laughs> we need, I'm, I want to fix this. Speaking of books, Scotty Campbell, <gasps> we also have a uh, book club here at the LGBT Plus Center Orlando that you are the brainchild of <gasps> called Queer Quills. So why don't you tell us what book you're reading this month. See, I just took over your whole show. That was real good. That was real good. That's a book called Here Comes the Sun, and we'll, we'll be meeting this Thursday to talk about it. Uh, yeah. So we, and, we, and, and we'd like to have uh, more voices Little here, so, so come on out. That's this week. Did you get it out? It's Queer Quills. I didn't, I Thursday, didn't plan that. Thursday, 26, 7 p.m. here at the center. Yeah. And I also just stole the mic from you. Um, <laughs> so uh, Queer Quills is nominated for the best of Orlando Weekly. We are for, and, for a literary um, event. For right? a literary event. Yeah. And it just literally started last month. So it's that popular. That popular. We've already and had a, We've had an article in the Sentinel. Had an article friend. in the Sentinel um, that began on page one that said, see page two for, <laughs> for <laughs> literary information. Um, but the bungalow recovered us. So thank you very much. And um Slowly, it all starts there. Uh, yes, slowly but surely, I think that this has uh, legs and will build up. And um, I personally am in school now, and I don't read for pleasure. I read for academic. So I didn't know you were in school right now. Yeah, I'm getting my doctorate in business administration. So it's not a real like I'm a doctor, but not like turn your head and cough kind of doctor. But uh-huh. I'm not going to tell people that. But you also have a social work background. I do social work and behavioral science. It's kind of like perfect for here at the center, right? And art and, and theater. Art. Oh, I didn't so know art. yeah, well, I well through fringe, it was oh, not like well, a degree. Like, we're talking about degrees right oh, now. Well, you can just make things up, George. Oh, sorry. <laughs> here I'm handing the mic back to Scotty. No, no, no. Well, I wanted since you had, let's talk a little bit about the center and where we are. I know in the past, I've said some snide things about the center and the relevancy of it, which is kind of why we're here tonight. I know Scotty is actually my man. Scooter Campbell is on the board now. Yes. Um, We're all all homos in this room, you know. I'd like to hear I'd like to hear more about what is the relevancy of of a of a center in today's world. Sure. Why well, do I need to care more? Um, I, I this is a um, uh, safe space, and I think that that is so important. Uh, when we held a GSA day, and we had What's kid, a GSA uh, Gay Straight Alliance. I'm okay. sorry, I won't. I won't talk in acronyms. Um, but w- we had a um, Gay Straight Alliance day, and we we bust in kids from um, each one of the surrounding counties, and it was Seminole, Orange, and Lake. And when you see the 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 eyes of the kids in Lake County like totally light up and you know there they um the, there is no LGBT culture where they were coming from and in Lake County from October to January there were five suicides and it's it's tough because and I don't know whether those kids um you know they were they identified as gay or transgender. I don't know. I can I can assume that maybe one, maybe all, right. maybe four did. I don't know. Um, but uh, the relevance is that it's a safe space, and they can come here and and um, feel safe and get tested and get resources um, and and look around and say, you know what? 
I am not alone. And I think that that's so important and not just for young, but our senior program, because we have people that are coming here to the brick and mortar space. This is the only socialization that they get. So Can you talk about the ages of people that you serve here? Sure. We, we serve everyone from um, youth all the way up to um, our, our senior program. The oldest person that's come to the program was 95. Whoa. His name is Ira. Oh. Um, but um, he's, he's in a nursing home out in Brevard County. So, um, you know, we, we have kids that are here through um, Orlando Youth Alliance, which meets here on Tuesday night, you know, as young as 30. 13, 14, um, all the way through the senior. And, and I think when someone says to me, um, and I've heard it, I've been here since December, when they say the center saved my life, I, I think that that's why we're relevant because we're doing such important programming. Uh, we have 25 different social and support groups ranging from AA to um, a, a trans group. And everything in between um because you know we are we are so different within the gay community there's so many different subcultures within within the gay community and and we serve everyone and then one of the other things i always want to say um is the um the plus is so important the allies i think that a lot of times in the lgbt uh, world that the allies kind of get forgotten and I just want to make sure that they know that um, the door is welcome and anybody can come in here. Why do you think it's important to uh, treat it as as a queer oriented space versus something that's like a community center just for all? Well, you know, we are at the end of the day, um, you know, the LGBT center. Right. Um, but we go beyond that. I, you know, we, um, I, a person walks in here for uh, an HIV test, or they come to. They're free. Um, they're, free they're free. Everything HIV that we do, here? everything that we do here is free. It's free. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't care what your sexual orientation is. I just know that um, we're providing you a service. You need it. You're here. We're going to give it to you. Do you help people get uh, prep? So we um, we we do a referral. We don't okay. do the prep here. That's not to say that that's not something that um, you know we're not working towards as an organization. Also, case management. I guess people um, actually might not know what prep is. So, so yeah, prep is pre-exposure. Um, it's it's a drug that you can take daily. I kind of equate it to birth control. So it's an HIV prevention. So you take it at the same time every day. Um, just like birth control, it's for male and for female, um, and is ninety percent effective at reducing the and risk of HIV. It's free in Florida. It right is now? free, but in the health department, and then you can go to Bliss and OIC uh, and MOL. And there's so many organizations out sure. there, but the health department is a great place to but start. But you need a referral to get it. So you you go in and go to the health department and they can walk you through um, the the ins and outs and then one of the requirements are once you're on it um, you have to get tested every three months to make sure that it is effective and and doing what it's supposed to do and preventing HIV um, so the people are coming here um, we've uh, we the only reason I bring that up is because we've mentioned it before on the radio and John didn't know what it was so we talked a little bit about it and we had a few people write in not knowing what it was and, right. and then the people who did know what it was didn't know that you could also get it for free yeah right because that's that was a prohibitive 
bit of it is that yeah, it was fairly it's, it's expensive. It's expensive. It's um the the prep the the name of the drug is actually Truvada, and um it, it's um Gilead Pharmaceuticals, and they have you know um they also um Gilead also we do free Hep C testing here, and and they they underwrite our our Hep C. Um, George, program. I would be remiss as a board member if I didn't point out the fact that this is the 40th anniversary of the center. That is correct. And we should also take this opportunity with this awesome audience to mention our big celebration. On November 3rd. November 3rd. Who's going to be here? Martha Wash. Martha it's Wash. raining men. It's going to be a night at Studio 54, so you can yeah. uh, dress up in your uh, best 70s garb. Yeah. Perhaps you might want to dress up as Andy Warhol or Liza Minnelli or, or that... that we're going to be here. I'm going to be wearing my big old wig, and I got my bell bottoms, <laughs> and I'm going to look cute. Polyester pants. The white ones? I got them from... No, they're like black pinstripe, with, but they're like overall kind of, and bell bottoms, and I got them from Wish.com for like five bucks. I love Wish.com. <laughs> <laughs> so the best place to get your tickets, which you can do right now, is the Center Orlando. The Center Orlando.org, and it's right on our homepage. You can either click on the events tab um, or it's right on the landing page. It just says uh, 40th anniversary celebration. Click on it. Get the tickets. $40 for general admission, 75 for VIP, and it is November 3rd. Also with Orlando Gate Chorus, Varieties, and Miss Sammy. So if there was one more thing that you really want people to know about the center, what, what would you want them to know? Uh, we do so many things. So um, I have to say that one of the things that's near and dear to my heart is art programming. Okay. And we have uh, free art classes here just wrapping up storytelling so right now on saturday it's going to be the first of six weeks and it is improv and it's saturdays from one to two o'clock what's it called i we just had this in our calendar it was like uh, how to live an artistic life or something centered in the arts is what, how to live what, a life centered in the arts yeah i love yeah. that so it's like learning improv s- skills right. to get to have like a better interaction with people and yeah okay. yeah all right formulate sentences because i don't know how to it's okay you can come <laughs> you can come to the improv class and maybe it'll help oh thanks it's so free <laughs> saturdays one to two <laughs> thanks for the tea uh so i think we we have a few more headlines that we could talk about real quick and some events uh cat yoga we have cat yoga now in town uh, <laughs> <laughs> which for, you're making a gag face is that for the yoga oh, or the cats no if it was goat yoga i'd be all over it oh. i'm not a cat fan I'm allergic. We've gotten I I I I think I like them, but the, we've got these feral cats around the neighborhood, and it's really giving me a bad. They're eating all our birdies. Them. Yeah, uh, but you can go and do yoga with little rescue kitties on August twenty first. Twenty bucks, and the money's going to go towards our proceeds of it. Will go towards uh, the rescue group that they're working with, which hasn't been named yet. But that's it's a peaceful peacock. It's a new yoga studio in Hourglass District. Sprouts, the new grocer, yes. uh, is going to be opening on October 21st in the 1st? 1st? 1st. 21st. In the old I'm Winter try, Park Whole Try Foods. not to make gay jokes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what they put in this beer you gave me, Jorn? <laughs> uh, if you're, do you remember that, the Whole Foods in, in Winter Park? It was on Aloma? 
Yes, yeah. I do. So that closed, and so across the street be... from the hospital where I was born. Oh. A little bit of trivia. It's always about you, Scotty Campbell. It should be, but <laughs> it's really hard to pull the conversation back to it. <laughs> <laughs> but he went. He took theater, so he's got improv skills. That's that's true, and you are a graduate of Rollins, right? I am, so, which is right down you, the street from the so Sprouts. Have you, have you ever left? Have you ever left? Like. Central Florida? Oh, my gosh. That's a whole radio show. Yes. My dad was in the Air Force. We were all over the place. Okay. Just making sure. Emotionally. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that too. That's why I call him the Great Santini. Uh, we also talked about a new five-lane. Well, do you all remember that Corinne Drive? Uh, they did another study on like how yeah. to fix Corinne Drive. And so they released their results. And the most popular out of all the results was the five lane option. So it's basically keeping it as it is, but with like some pedestrian walkways or something across of it. But the clinch is 779 people participated in the survey. That's it for that whole corridor. As much talk as, as there is about that road. Right. Yeah. 779 people. And then when I shared it, we had people saying, they would like to see it stay the same way it is now. Leave it as it is, which I never would have expected. What do you think, George? Well, I think that there needs to be less studies and more action because <laughs> the roads in Central Florida are That's pretty really awful. Spe- specifically, Corinne, which actually the county and the city have been fighting over for a long time, and it's it's literally disintegrating in front of us, and nobody wants to touch it because the the body, the person that goes in there to resurface Corinne is gonna will be yeah, the, the one that the has road, to. Yeah pay the millions of dollars to it's not when they fix it they're gonna have to dig up all of the utilities just like what they did with bumby and bumby took two years to fix can you imagine that corinne's gonna take like four six too many numbers brendan i have an event that we should mention well okay let's do it is that all right yeah let's do it Uh, you know if it's not all right but this is about mr rogers who cares? Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Rogers. I, George cares. He's I get, care. got a little upset about that I snide g- comment. Yeah. <laughs> You're back on his list. <laughs> I want to go see this movie so, so bad. We got a chance to see it during the Florida Film Festival. It's called Won't You Be My Neighbor? And it's an amazing yes, I documentary. Will, Scott. <laughs> I will. It's an amazing documentary. Right now, it's there until July 25th. I think if you're familiar with Enzian, they when something's popular, then they find a way to extend it. And that, as you can tell, this has been popular. It keeps selling out. And it uh, gives you some in-depth, uh, an in-depth look at Mr. Rogers, how his career came about, how his schooling went. He went to school at Rollins. And I heard so Brendan cried. Were, Brendan cried, which Six times. doesn't happen. I cried, which happens a lot. It's, but It's true. I did. I cried, like ugly cry, like Oprah. I was like, I couldn't handle it. My body shuddered. And in, in Brendan's defense, there was not a dry eye. Do not a dry the, eye in the house. The, I'm, I'm an awful, awful I love Enzion. Um and I love David and everyone over there. But I'm I'm so bad because you know the last movie I saw at Enzion? What? Brokeback Mountain. Oh, which when was, it first came out? When it first came out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that well, was. Let's go. We'll take you. Okay. I wanna, let's go. I, I got some vouchers. Can, 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 I got you, some can you handle crying again? Yeah. All right. I love crying. I like pretending that I'm a human for like an hour. I'd love to see it again. I'm a, feels a big feels. fan. It's a great movie and I hope it wins the Oscar. Uh, Lou Gardens is going to be screening Black Panther on August 3rd. That's their cool. movie in the gardens. I thought wow. that was great. Yeah. Yeah, good for them. It's a good movie. I used to be on Mr. the Mr. Rogers is not in that, though. 
No, I guess we have some time to get into some more events. Uh, the 43rd anniversary of Parliament House is having, having a Miss Parliament House reunion on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, there you go. All right. If you're into that. Okay. <laughs> they're bringing back like past <laughs> Miss Parliament House winners and they're all going to compete. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. 8 p.m. Parliament House. Are they, is there going like to be alcohol? Pre-show. Oh, there's always alcohol at Parliament House. Ah, <laughs> now you've piqued my interest. Let's go. <laughs> uh, and then Pat Green is having uh, his going away party at the Nook, 6 p.m. on Saturday. And Pat Green was the curator at the Avalon Gallery, Gallery at Avalon Island. He was a big art instigator here in town. Uh, the city was gifted the building that the gallery is in. The Rogers building. The Rogers building. It's the big, beautiful green one, which was the English building for all the English hung out, right? When they first <laughs> came it? to town. Yeah. It was like an English club. My goodness. Magnolia and, and Pine. Magnolia and Pine. Yeah. Gorgeous. Historic yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, and then the City Arts Factory is going to be moving in with all their programming. So they're not going to need their... It was They were using it as like an annex for their programming. And so Pat Green... It's kind of getting squished out a little bit, and he's going to go to Costa Rica and work at a bed and breakfast. Do you know, do you know Pat Green? Uh, no, but you answered all of my questions that I had. I was like, who is Pat Green and where is he going? So uh, now I he's know. Going, he's going to some awesomeness. That sounds like a great time. Yeah. I have a friend who actually owns property in Costa Rica, and this is his trick. Um, he he doesn't He doesn't tell people that, not to leave the silverware and coffee cups out on the balcony. Um, and um, when people do, uh, the monkeys steal them and they sign a waiver when they come that says, you know, like if, if, you know, all eight cups aren't here, it's a $25 replacement fee. <laughs> he makes more money off of um, replenishing the, the cups and silverware. You know, I will not give his name, but I he, want there to be like a, a ball of silverware in the jungle, you know, like Pee Wee's Playhouse. He had like the big rubber band ball. Like these monkeys have like this giant pile. They want the coffee or the 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 Coke or whatever's in your cup, and then <laughs> you hear crash. You know they bring. <laughs> uh, I thought perhaps he had them trained to bring back the no, coffee and the silverware. No Co- coffee cups and the silverware. I love that. And then uh, the milk district is having their big state of the milk mixer. You can. It's like a neighborhood gathering. That's I have on a Thursday. question, though. Go ahead. Because you mentioned early, you know, I was gone. I I was gone for a year. Okay. Um, I went to uh, Indianapolis. Ooh. But um, <laughs> um, what's the Hourglass District? Oh, is it like, so? It's, it's like Curry Ford and Bumby. Uh, is it like a main street or just a district or it's kind of, it's one developer has purchased a lot of the properties around the, the intersection of Bumby and Curry Ford. And he's flipping them into something really cool and making okay. his own main street district. Uh, he brought in Claddock cottage. They were kicked out from uh, like Walgreens, yeah, yeah, found yeah, them yeah, a new yeah, home. Yeah. Peacock, the peaceful okay. Peacock is moving in Uh Foxtail, of course, cause they're everywhere. Right. Leguminati. There's going to be a brewery. Uh, there's a, they have their new gas station. They're building townhomes. There's going to be like a tiny house community that they're looking at. And they're actually going to redo. We haven't shared these plans yet, but they're going to redo all the sidewalks and the frontage, like where the grass is. And they're going to make it all hardscape. So it's just like all pedestrian and bike friendly. 
Okay, awesome. Yeah, it's really neat. It's named for there's a lake nearby called Hourglass. That's that's where it mm-hmm. came. It got its name. So it's not a, it's not a main street in that they won't be beholden to the city for funds, getting or funds anything. or any of that stuff. It's a little more. A little more cool than that. <laughs> a little grassroots. Sorry. But it's Sorry. But up the street, there's a Curry Ford. I think they call it Curry Ford West. And it's a yeah. Market Street, which is like right. a city-sponsored almost Main Street. Yeah. So that whole area is kind of like blowing up. Yeah. Curry no, Ford, little... Hourglass. And those, those homes, it's like some, because of that Hourglass development, people realized how cheap the homes were down there and they're beautiful, like older historic uh, bungalows and things. They're making it walkable and, and, uh, and and I have some friends who live over there. They're very excited about how it's priced out in 10 years. Well, there's that because that's the way it all, you know, or, or a developer who's not as nice as this other guy will come in and And we're out of time. We're out of time. Just like that. Talking about our glass district. Thanks for coming. (laughs) 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 Thank you. Uh, We'll have some links in the post when we share it on bungalow.com. And uh, thank you for tuning in.